Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Running 20s Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. How you doing? It's Thursday because we wanted to continue our convo. We did because it was fascinating. Fascinating. Also, Brenna and I have like a million bajillion things on our plates, but we, this show means so much to us and we want to make sure that we're here every Monday and Thursday to chat and chat with you guys and never let anyone feel alone because SOS. Because you're not alone. Um, So, so true. You guys are so important to us, this community, this podcast, everything super, super important. So let us know what you think of these episodes. Let us know what topics you want to hear about in the future. But for now, we're going to dive into this portion of our reaction slash triggers slash all the things um, after Julia's favorite segment. Oh, my favorite segment. Here it is. It's time for Pride My pride. My pride this week is that... Is that you have a boot sitting behind you on the couch? <laughs> is that boot there? Um, It's a boot I'm taking with me on my trip. Oh, you thought that it was a good idea to just sit it right there. No, here's the thing. The thing is I had this pile of clothing. There's a whole Oh, pile. you were blocking it. I was doing a try-on for the producers. Oh, oh, she's doing costumes. Costume. Yeah, and I honestly just didn't want to lose any of this. This is also Ashley's cowboy boots. I texted her and I was like, can I borrow your boots? She's like, you have my fucking boots. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. I'm so happy for me. I'm so happy for me. Thank you. So yeah, my pride is, let's see. Oh my God. I got to think of a pride real quick. I have so much to be proud of. So much to be proud gal. So much to be proud of. Um, Honestly, I'm just like proud of the woman I've become and I'm continuing to become because I just think of like, previous versions of myself a year ago five months ago 10 years ago 15 and like I think she'd be really fucking proud so I'm proud. yeah everyone should Aww. everyone should take a second to be proud of themselves and their younger what their younger selves would think of their current self. yeah for real though it does ground you right it really does mm-hmm. um I direct you if that's what you need yes <laughs> some grounding baby um uh, my pickle uh, my pickle is that I'm have not even moved out yet and I already miss my parents <laughs> oh my God. Uh, in the sense of and it loves her parents so much I really love my parents so much but I think also um it's been good that I've been like almost practicing the sense of moving out I think the difference is too <laughs> a lot of people practicing because we've been like so busy buying things and whatever um and it's been good for me and Chris like we've gotten so close what I said she's a busy bee she's a busy bee for sure um but yeah it I just already miss my parents and I still live with them but it really is interesting that like I think when you do no longer live with people which I know is going to be a hurdle in itself for my for me and Chris especially as we get more comfortable and whatnot in the same space and get into our routines that like you still like I think you're more intentional with your time with people sometimes when you don't live with them 
because you don't have that like luxury whatever so long story long we're navigating those feelings but jelia it's your turn we love my pride this week is that i just cannot get enough of the trader joe's pumpkin ice cream it is my favorite it's my favorite and it only comes out around this time of year and i just it makes me so happy i look forward to it every night um i put some chocolate chips in it if you're wanting some trader joe's pumpkin ice cream i get like the semi-sweet chocolate chips and put them on top and it just it's my favorite and i'm so happy that it's here i'm so happy for you you guys if you ever go to jalia's house she will have a couple of things she'll have an avocado she'll probably have a green juice available she'll have some granola a banana um (laughs) This is so, so accurate. Have some semi-sweet chocolate chips with a little tie around it. Yeah. Um, she'll have some pumpkin ice cream and definitely some chocolate-covered fruit, bananas, and or strawberries in her freezer. So extremely accurate. And definitely, that's yeah. like about it. Yeah. Also some ground turkey, some vegetable pasta. You have like steak. Mm-hmm. You're so right. I know. That's we your don't birthday. delineate too much. We love our we love our certain foods. <laughs> but I'm so excited to I haven't gone food shopping really because like I've gotten like a couple things here and there from Trader Joe's but like I'm staying with my grandparents slash like couch hopping between people while I'm on this project and so I haven't like really cooked or done a real supermarket shopping and like I just can't wait to go supermarket shopping again and like cook dinner for myself all the time because it brings me so much joy it really does. It's like your special, special time. It is. It like really, it makes me so, and I think not having that has, has been like, you know, I've been talking a lot about the environment thing, but like not having that has totally like uprooted me a little bit because I, I do use that as like such a grounding time, like between like work and like rest time um, and not having that like real ability to like do that in my own space. You know, it's never the same when you're like cooking in somebody else's house. Like I just, I value that time so much and I miss it. Um, So that could be my pickle is that I, I miss that time, but it's coming hopefully soon it is coming soon 100 percent um being that this is another quickie do because we have an interview in just a couple of minutes um continuing on the topic of like reactions triggers all that stuff one of the areas in which i find it to be most fascinating and how this stuff shows up is relationships and being that you are not in a new relationship but newer especially after leaving another longer term relationship um, I'm curious as to how that shows up. And although I know aspects of this on a personal level, because we are friends, guys, I promise our friends. We're friends. We're friends. Um, we're friends. friends. Um, I think our listeners would like really benefit from a couple of ways in which that stuff shows up in your relationship now. And then yeah. of course, how you've navigated it. Um, but I just think it brings a lot of perspective because of the level of awareness that you've gained mm-hmm. up until this point on how maybe you didn't realize those were triggers at the time especially while you were in the thick of it. And then now seeing how that shows up, even though you're in a perfectly stable, grounded, beautiful relationship. I think the biggest thing that I've um, dealt with slash am, am still dealing with in my new relationship is that like not, not bringing things from the past into the future. I mean, into like the present because I find myself sometimes or have found myself like, more especially like when our relationship was beginning Mm -hmm. um or getting more serious of like because because in a past relationship something might have reflected um something 
that that something similar to that happening in the present doesn't reflect necessarily the same thing Mm. um and I think I've needed to do and Brenda has like heard me talk through it a lot of like being like okay you're not reacting this way because of what this current person is doing you're reacting this way because of like something that happened in the past with somebody different Mm. um and it's real. it can be very hard to not you know allow that to come through because if someone didn't you know if someone did one thing in the past that doesn't mean that that means the same thing with someone new and I've certainly had to navigate that and I think what's hard sometimes too is that sometimes logically I would have known things like logically someone not you know let's say let's say I'm trying to think of that example that we like that we really talked about it you and me when I was upset about something and this was like totally why do you remember Uh, well I could think of of a couple of things myself the the first thing I think is like in terms of like validation I think obviously we love words of affirmation and whatnot but I think there's this thing that I used to feel a lot more like I needed as well that like I can logically know that somebody misses me but there, there was a point in my relationship too, where I was like, oh my God, I want to be reminded because if he's not saying it, then maybe he's not feeling mm-hmm. it. Or like, you know, I think something like that is tangible. I think also something that I've seen in you is like the anxiety. I don't know if this is still a thing, but like it's happened before the anxiety around like uh, feeling rushed um, or yeah, like feeling rushed, I guess, like little things like that. I think that we don't realize come up. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm t- yeah, it's, there, I had a thought about it, but I can't like bring to the surface right now, but something that I think is that I had had, I navigated was, oh my God, there's like so much noise happening in this house. I'm so sorry, everybody. This is what I deal with. And this is why I'm triggered by not being in my own space. Mm-hmm. Um, I really am. Um, is sometimes I'll logically know something like, let's say, okay, also first, I want to preface this that like, my current boyfriend is perfect and wonderful. And he's amazing. And anything that is coming out of me is I've had to acknowledge is me is my reactions and not him, not his actions. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that sometimes when you sometimes you have to navigate in a new relationship that like, somebody's even though logically you can know, okay, like I know this person loves me. I know they care about me. I know this, that, or whatever it is for you. Sometimes our bodies still have like, even if your heart and your mind know those things, sometimes our bodies still have reactions because a certain thing might trigger something that was either like traumatic in the past or hurtful in the past or anxiety inducing in the past. And sometimes like our heart and our mind know something logically, but our body still reacts out of a past situation. So something that I've certainly had to navigate is like, you know, if something comes up that triggers like a body reaction for me, needing to remind myself like, okay, that you're not reacting this way because of this person's actions. You're reacting this way out of a past experience and like, and needing to, kind of put the onus on my onus on myself and take responsibility for my reactions because it's not fair a lot of the time to put your reactions out of something that came in the past onto somebody present you can express those things hey this is this is why I react this way sometimes to this or like 
this would make me feel really great because I still have like this that I'm carrying with me and all of those things you can communicate, but it is important to take ownership of, you know, I'm reacting this way because of something within me, not because of something that this person is doing. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's a really mature thing to be able to acknowledge and be aware of. And I don't even know or think that everyone, and this is not that something's wrong with everyone else, not at all, but I just think very often we do attribute something being wrong directly either with the person or the situation or the relationship or something just like maybe not even being compatible when in reality, like it's something that we're not used to. It's something we're adjusting to. Mm -hmm. It's something we are learning about ourselves. And I think that that can go with things that are happening or things that aren't like maybe it's something someone says or a way they view something that might feel triggering or maybe the lack thereof, whether it is the lack of, um, you know, maybe it's a lack of validation and it doesn't mean they don't validate you in other ways, but maybe it's like very direct sentences. Or I know for a long time, I used to feel somewhat triggered by the idea that Chris wasn't this like extremely jealous person because I thought that it, this is a whole topic in itself. Right. But it's, Mm -hmm. and I know we can go on tangent after tangent when it comes to that, but I literally felt like, like, shoot, he doesn't think I'm desirable or that someone else would want or like all of these things when in reality, like he wasn't jealous because he trusted me, you know? Oh my God. It makes me so crazy because we are so taught. And I think this is important to talk about. We are sometimes so taught that like toxic behaviors are, is love or is care or is passion. That's the, that's the word. Like we are conditioned to believe and like you see it on people's like like these people that give like these social media tips you see it in movies you see it all around us that someone being and there's a bunch of examples of it but this example of someone being jealous means that they have this deep fiery passion for you and they want you and they don't want anyone else to have you whereas like actually people in relationships should like trust each other and know their partner's heart well enough to know that they don't need to be overly jealous or controlling or protective or um nosy Mm -hmm. in in order to be passionate actually it's more passionate to have deep, profound trust and understanding of your person's heart and soul and knowing that they're a good person and that they're not going to betray that trust. That's what builds like passion and love, not jealousy and questioning. And it's just, it's such a false narrative that we've been fed so much. And like you, I've had that experience as well. Like, like my boyfriend is not jealous at all he's so unbelievably trusting like there's not an ounce of jealousy in this boy's body and at first because I had been with someone in the past who was extremely jealous at first I was like oh well why aren't you jealous why aren't you asking me who I'm with why aren't you asking me more questions like why aren't you like wanting me to get home like why like and I needed to realize like, oh my God, I hated all of those things. Those things didn't make me feel good. What does make me feel good is my person trusting me and knowing my heart. And like, but we, but we so immediately think that that, oh, oh, well then you must not love me as much as I love you. Or you must, you must not think that I'm desirable or you must not, must not be that into me, even though, no, you're there. You're probably even more of those things because they trust you. 
Exactly. It's, it's really crazy. And it's, it's so powerful to have conversations like that because it's like, we're taught to chase the wrong things. Mm. We're taught to accept certain things that actually like don't resemble love or we're taught to look for things. Like imagine being in a relationship like you're in right now in the relationship that I'm in right now where, you know, not to sound braggy, which sounds away, but like things are really good and things are really stable. And we're allowed to be so grateful for those things because we all deserve healthy, stable yeah. love. But to literally look for and almost create moments of jealousy, moments of mm. um, drama, moments of all that stuff. Like I'm, I'll be real. Like when we were younger, like I almost used to intentionally want to make Chris feel jealous and I love him. I would never want to hurt him. So let's not mis- misconstrue that. Like not in a hurtful way, but to incite a level of, of reaction in him that was not like unhealthy, but more so that almost felt validating enough to show that not only did he believe I was desirable, but that he didn't want to lose me. Like, and this was all, honestly, I know for a fact, because we were younger, like this was very much influenced by stuff we saw in the media. Incite that level of reaction to really know that he did love me and that he didn't want to lose me and that he wanted, that he believed that although I, although he knew I wanted to be with him and I knew I wanted to be with him, that yeah, I, that he thought that somebody else could love me because they would find me to be attractive or like all these things like sound so fucked to say out loud, but it's I'm just fucked. being honest about them. No, it's absolutely um, fucked. And it's not your fault because this is the, this is the story that you're fed. This mm-hmm. is the story that you're fed. I mean, I see people on like TikTok all the time where they're like, oh, well, like if he's not jealous, like every guy, like your boyfriend should be a little bit jealous. Like how about your boyfriend should really trust you? Yeah, like we're just we're just so. Like why are we perpetuating that narrative? I'm not sure, dude. But it's like really, it's really fucky. <laughs> it is. I'm curious. Is is there something else that you want to talk about in terms of relationships? Because I know we only have a couple minutes. No, I think I think that was it. Um, yeah, I wish I had like a better example of like the nav the navigating the the things from the past and not taking them into the future just because I, I I've had to catch myself in that so many times and for anyone that is feeling that way that's feeling like if they're in like a new you know relationship and they really know that that person is not in any way trying to like intentionally and it's kind of what we said in on Monday's episode is when you know when you take a step back to realize someone's not doing something to intentionally hurt you upset you disrespect you whatever it may be it's a good moment to reflect on, okay, well, am I reacting this way because of their actions or am I reacting this way because of something within myself? And it's something I've really been trying to navigate. And it's not always easy and you're still allowed to get upset and you're still allowed to like talk about it and communicate. But I think that a lot of the times we don't, we don't take the ownership over why we're having a reaction to something. Yeah. And I think it's very much often because we don't know that that's why, like, I can't tell you how many times I've attributed a deeper meaning to so many things beyond myself, beyond like, and and when we say within yourself, like we don't even mean something's wrong with you. We just mean like a story you've convinced yourself of or a story that you- Or something that's that's been reinforced from your past, something that you only know one outcome of, or you've only experienced, you know, a certain way of. It's yeah. not that there's anything wrong with you. It's that, that that's what you've experienced in the past. So you're taking it with you into the present, even though it might not be true for the present situation. Yeah. And I think some simple places to start are literally like, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? 
how, you know, what, what, how did I get here to this mm-hmm. point? Does this come up for me often? Like little things like that. And I think asking yourself too is healthy to just be like, is this person intentionally creating this reaction? Yes. Or, um, is, and, or is this true? Is this true? Yeah. And because also, how can I communicate my feeling to this person if I need something or want something without putting blame on them before they've done anything wrong? Yeah, I think I've come to Brenda in so many instances and like, you know, and been like, well, like this or that or this or that. And then Brenda is like, well, maybe not. Maybe that wasn't like that person's intention. Now that you know that, is there a better way that you can communicate your feelings? Definitely. And I think that like approaching things in that sense, especially if it's, especially if that person like actually isn't at fault, um, to just be able to, for the time being, be able to very honestly and openly communicate with someone like, Hey, this is how this makes me feel. I know that's not what you're intending to do whatsoever. Mm, It's the reaction that this is automatically like inciting in me. So do you think that just for a little bit you could, or, or it would make me feel so loved if you did this or did that, or when I like, I've literally said something and maybe it sounds so silly to say out loud right now, but in moments where I felt like I needed like more love or more validation from Chris, especially when I couldn't see him like during school or like uh, meeting college or like even during COVID, like when we weren't able to see each other for a while and I just needed some extra validation. I would literally say like when you're thinking about us or like if something comes up about us that makes you smile or you're reflecting on a memory or you're thinking about me, like, do you think you could share it with me? Like, honestly, like there are like, I think I used to automatically assume if he's not sharing it, because for me, when I think something, I very often share it. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I just thought about this. Or I'm thinking of you. I love you. Like, I'm just like, so a person to do that. So for me, I automatically assume kind of that like other people do the same. And if they're not sharing it, then they're not thinking it. Mm, oh, so, such a good example. I, I'm the same way. Yeah. So then I'm like, you know what, if I can solely like, <laughs> I, I had to like, take a step back and be like, okay, come on. He's thinking about me sometimes, at least a little bit. (laughs) Like if we could just have, like say something that you're already doing, because I'm not going to be like, can you think about me more? (laughs) Like what? (laughs) But like, it would make me feel really loved if you let me know. Exactly. Simple as that. And it just makes you feel so much better. Yeah, it does. And I think having proper communication to communicate those things using these sentences like it would make me feel really loved it would make me feel really good it would make me feel really happy it just there are ways to like have easier communication with people it's when you come at these type of things from a defensive place or from a you are purposefully doing this or you did this and it makes me feel this way you're not gonna you're gonna be met if you're coming with defense you're going to be met with defense and I think having the tools to properly communicate your feelings is huge and also taking and again I'll say it again of taking the step back to maybe when it comes to reactions in any sense whatever if it's work relationship romantic relationship a friendship someone on the street I think not reacting right away taking the time to ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Sending them kindness, sending them peace, whatever it is that you need to do. Not reacting right away for me 
has always paid off. Like every time I've felt a gut reaction and I just wanted to say all these things or like be upset or whatever, every time I've not done that and instead wrote a note in my phone or talked it through with Brenda or whatever, I'm always so grateful that I took that approach than immediately reacting because more times than not, I was able to communicate better and clearer and I was able to take some ownership of things whereas to not, you know, be on the defense. And I and I think that that goes for any of these situations. Absolutely. I, I couldn't possibly agree more. I think it makes all the difference to really be able to feel things out, process them through and make sure that whatever it is that we actually mean because we can – in impulsive heated moments, say things or feel things or react in ways that we don't mean. So if you guys are experiencing any of these things, if you're having certain feelings that you don't quite know how to unpack, or you don't know how to approach someone about, or you feel like something's wrong with you for even having those feelings, know that everybody has had every feeling, thought, worry in the book, and we've all navigated through them and just asking yourself those questions it comes back to that for almost every single episode for us asking yourself those questions to really be honest with yourself about why you're feeling what you're feeling and if there's a better way to navigate those feelings and maybe blaming someone else or acting impulsively um and how we can take ownership in that sense learn from it and and grow with every everything that comes our way so i hope this was valuable for you guys um, we definitely have way more triggers in the book that we experience. So we'll get to other topics of our lives in future episodes. Absolutely. And I will say that we have the power to not let the past miscolor our present. Mm. And I, I think that that is something we can all take ownership over. And we have that power. Sometimes it can feel when our reactions or our triggers light up within us it feels like we don't have that power but we do so something I've definitely been working on don't let the past miscolor your present or your future and um we have to go because we have an exciting guest to interview for you guys and we're going to be doing some like holiday things coming up and all the fun topics if you have any topics or questions you want us to talk about please let us know we love going off your topics and questions because you know Brenda and I are just here in our little bubbles and we need to know what everyone else is dealing with yes please send them our way send us the dm send us the questions but most of all remember you you are Bye, everyone. I hope everyone has an amazing weekend. Love you. Love you lots. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.